And that means we've found our final challenger for this evening. We'd like to test the titans of trivia, the quickest of the witted, but tonight's star contestant has really shown everyone how it's done. Can he ride that winning streak through the final round and win tonight's grand prize? Or will he walk away with nothing? It's that time again when I have to ask, Doctor, do you really want to take the risk? You know, Jack, I really think I do. so much. I can. Clever guy, your doctor. Infuriating, more like. If he wins, we'll never hear the end of it. Soon find out. Have I missed anything? Shh, sit down. Welcome back to You Either Know It or You Shift up. Oh, I've booked our table tomorrow. Oh, great. To win the grand prize. Pass the crisps. Shh. Doctor, you've got 10,000 in the bank. But you won't walk away. That's right. I'm going to ask you three of the toughest questions the brain box can provide. They can be on any subject, and you've got no access to the switcheroo or the data dip. Your prize money doubles with each one you get right. But if you get any question wrong, you lose the lot. Nervous? A little bit. I don't blame you. Here's your first question. Which parasitic insect of the order Hymenoptera injects its eggs into the larvae of other insects using its extra-long stinger? I'll say that again. It's a wasp. The Ichneumon wasp. You sound confident. I am. You're right to be. You've just won another £10,000. Yes! Go on, Doctor. Who says we've had enough of experts? Doctor. If you win tonight, what are you going to do with all that money? Uh, travel, hopefully. Hey, man. See if we can make it happen. Your second question. Which popular film comedian of the 20th century made his performing debut at the King's Theatre in Southsea when he was only two weeks old? Oh, what? How was anyone meant to get that? Should I repeat the question? No, no. Oh, gosh. It's, um... Oh, it's there. Take your time. Come on. I can see the face. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Peter Sellers. You think it's Peter Sellers? Definitely. Well, he's a personal friend. You know, he nearly turned down a Pink Panther, but I said to him, if it's good enough for you, Stinoff, then it's good enough for you. Careful, <laughs> Doctor. But I can tell you, you're up to 40,000. Oh, yes! 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 <laughs> Okay, it comes down to the last question. Get it right, and you walk away this evening with an incredible £80,000. I bet your heart's pounding. Oh, yes, both of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, then. Your last question. It's about sport. Oh, no. In January 1982, the English cricket team played India in three test matches in Kolkata, Chennai and Kanpur. For the grand prize, which team won all three test matches? <gasps> oh. oh, That's impossible. Goodbye, £80,000. I think he'll do it. Huh? Dear, oh dear. I think he'll do it. I know this. I know this. I mean, Heathrow Terminal 1, I've got fair hair. I pick up the paper. What did it say again? I'm afraid that's time. I need your answer. Which team won those three test matches in January 1982? Oh, uh, of course, neither of them. Not England? No. Not India? No, no, it's a trick question. It was a draw each time. Final answer? Yes. I think. Yes. Doctor, England did not win those test matches. And nor did India. You've just won the grand prize of £80,000. Yes! 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 That's mad! I knew he'd do it! Oh, you're psychic, Robin! I'm telling the others! All right for some, isn't it? Yeah. Mind you, I think he deserves it, don't you? You mean, given... Uh... Yep. Oh, we can't tell them yet, can we? Not yet. Let them enjoy it all while they can, eh? Yeah. Funny old world. <laughs> Funny old world. Thanks. Here, keep the change, please. You sure? I insist. It's been a very profitable evening. Excuse me. So, can you say that again? I beg your pardon? I said you have a good night, yeah? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Didn't you feel that just then? Feel what? I, I can't remember. There was something. You all right? Uh, yes, yes. Yes, good night. I'm sure... Oh, well. Must be tired. I have located another trace. Multiple life signs detected. Maintain surveillance. We must be cautious. Who's there? Doctor! <laughs> you wouldn't be the doctor, the clever clogs who just won the most popular quiz show on television. Were you watching? No, nah, there was a film on the other side. Oh! Of course we were watching! Yourself a genius? Come here! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I showed I'm value for money. And lots of it. Should cover a few hot dinners. And repair the leak in the attic. Yeah, yes, maybe, but the exciting thing is, the plan works. What plan? Well, all I need to do is go back on again next week. Next week? Yeah! And win again, obviously. And then go back the following week, rinse and repeat and keep winning all this ridiculous money. And then, then, we can invest in a few tech companies. You want to invest Or in... just buy them. Yeah. 
and then we can divert all their resources to repairing the TARDIS. Don't you see? We found a way forward. I mean, yes, it'll take a while, but we're so much closer to getting away from here. Think of it. Time and space in our grasp again. <sighs> well, what do you think? Um, yes. You don't seem happy. Why is that? Don't you think you're clutching at straws? No. I think I'm doing something constructive to get us home. It's just that, I mean, what you've done is is wonderful, but they're not going to let you back onto that show again. Why not? I was good at it. Exactly. They don't want to break the bank every week, do they? Helen's right. This was a one-off. But pff, what a one-off, eh? If you want to invest, why not put the money into this place? This place? Yes. They've been waiting for someone to spruce it up a bit. But... Uh... But we want to get away from here. I know we do, but if we're going to be stuck here a while, we might as well give the walls a lick of paint. New carpets, new wiring. Ron says the wiring is a death trap. And we could do up Tiny's kitchen. She'd love that. I'm a time lord. I don't do up kitchens. Maybe you should start. Do something nice for these people. They deserve it. They've lived here for years without a landlord. Everything's peeling and rusting and falling apart. You could make it all look as good as new. Am I actually hearing this? You two can't be serious. Uh. Yes, we can. Liv, Helen, we don't belong here, okay? You understand? This place is not our home. Come on, say it with me. Don't patronise us. These people are your responsibility. We're just trying to be realistic. Don't you want to get off this planet? You know we do, and we will. But this mad plan of yours isn't going to do it, so calm down, all right? Yes, I mean, we should be celebrating. Celebrating? Celebrating what? Our continued imprisonment? Because that's what this is. That is the reality of it. Oh, for goodness sake. At least UNIT gave me something to do. All I've got here are people. Dull, ordinary people. They're dull, ordinary problems. That's enough. You think you're so much better because you can win a stupid quiz show? Of course not. This is real life. It's what most of us have to put up with when you're not around. I don't want to be here anymore. Tough. Nor do we. So shut up and don't be such a complete... Hey. Could you keep your voices down? Some people are trying to have a quiet evening. Sorry, Aisha, we were just... Um... Oh, it's going. Excuse me. Doctor! <sighs> Terrific. A Time Lord throwing a tantrum. Just what we need. Real life. They can keep it. Mm-hmm. Ow, ow, ow! Ah. Uh-huh. Yes. Milk's gone off too. Yes, I know. And there's breadcrumbs in the butter. How difficult is it to keep butter nice? Uh, why should I care? Why should I care about any of this? Uh-huh. I deal with Daleks and Cybermen and Ward. Not... I'm going mad. Kind of. I'm actually round the twist. Am I really pining for an alien invasion? I haven't got a TARDIS. I haven't got a sonic screwdriver. I've just got some burnt toast and a pot of jam with mould in it. Whose kitchen is this, anyway? Mine. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Would you like it done up? Sure. Well, I'll get on to it. I might as well. Daleks and Cybermen? Yes, just ignore me. I'm rambling. Where's that mug? So, what's the matter? Just a disagreement between friends. Liv and Helen not happy for you? Well, they were happy. Focusing on the wrong things, of course, but they were happy. At least they were at first. Then Liv starts yelling and it all happened rather quickly. It's me. I'm just simply... Uh, I'm... You feel trapped? Yes, exactly. You want to get out there, see the world? Many others. What? Nothing. Oh, don't do that. It's annoying. Look, 
I know what I'd do if I were in your shoes. Oh, yeah. I'd go shopping. <laughs> With all due respect. No, really, really. You'd be amazed how easily you can cheer yourself up by just getting a few treats. In fact, I know a place which might be just up your street. I doubt it, but go on. Small shop in Kilburn. Electronics. Bit out of the way. Sells gadgets and things. Yeah, what sort of gadgets? Well, I don't know for sure. But after Mr Bird left us, I got to thinking and... Uh, anyway, I'm told they're out of this world. If that's any help to you. It might be, yeah. You know, I think one of these days you and me ought to have a little... Oh, wait a moment, what am I doing? You've made some hot chocolate. Have I? Strange. It's Liv's favourite. She'll appreciate it. Oh, yes. Very clever of me. And thank you for the advice. Any time. Don't say anything. Just listen. I'm sending Mr. Crusoe another customer. Liv? Liv, it's me. Liv? What do you want? Well, for one, to give you this hot chocolate. No, thanks. Just clean my teeth. Oh. Very responsible. Good. Doctor. And I wanted to apologise. Go on, then. What? Apologise. I apologise. Thank you. Look, I know this isn't the best holiday we've ever had, but we need you to keep your head... I know, I know, I know, I know. We will fix the TARDIS somehow. I don't doubt it. I never have. But you're still angry. Because you're such an idiot. Oh, that's been said before. Are you going to drink this or can I put it down? I'll give it here. And I'm taking your advice. I need to purchase some new equipment for my repairs, but I'm sure we can do some redecorating around this place, buy a few new ovens or whatever it is people like. Good. In fact, how about I take the whole building out for dinner? Spirit of goodwill. Anything they like, on me. That's a great idea. They'll appreciate it. Excellent. Where are you going to take us? Oh, no idea. Any recommendations? Wow, this isn't my city, or my planet, or my century. But tomorrow I'm taking Tanya to a place in Camden, I think. Wakefields. Looks nice. Does a bit of everything. Oh, that sounds perfect. Tomorrow, you say? Yeah, uh, for my date with Tanya. Brilliant. We'll push a few tables together, make a whole night of it. I'll let everybody know. But, Doctor... Thanks, Liv. You've been a tremendous help. Enjoy your cocoa. And don't forget to brush your teeth again. Why? Why? Why, why do I talk to him about anything? Andy. I can't believe you told him. Andy, stop shouting. You told him about the alien tech. I didn't say anything about alien tech. <sighs> I just heavily implied it. Why? We don't want a man of fragments. You saw him, he's all hopeless, he's falling apart. Oh yeah, well when I feel like that I put my feet up and watch Lord carry on. I don't go and buy some alien tech. It'll keep the Doctor occupied and under tortured observation. <sighs> okay, fine, I'll keep Crusoe under surveillance. If the Doctor gets his hands on our gear, then at least... Yep, make... sounds fab. Bye. No, no, don't hang up. I've got... Hey, Liv. Hey. Um, 
What's the matter? Our date tomorrow. It might be a little less uh, intimate um, than we'd hoped. Right. Is there anything else we need to get today? Not really. Your dad said you could do with some more shirts. How can he tell? He's never home. Robin. Sorry, but you're my tutor, not my nanny. You're not paid to take me down the high street. Well, maybe I appreciate the company. You're weird. I mean, I like you, but you're weird. Thanks. Mind you, so is the doctor. He knows literally everything, but he's still fun. Outstanding co-op partner. We need new games. He's completed all of mine. I'm glad he's using his time wisely. I wish he was my dad. No, Robin, you don't. Hey! How's your day going? Uh, uh, hello. What's your name? Uh, Robin. She's Helen. Nice to meet you, Robin. Call me Rath. Okay. Can we help you? Maybe. Do you have a couple of minutes? It won't take long. What won't? Robin, I'm guessing you're, what, 14? 15. Even better. How would you like a job when you leave school? I think we'd better be going. You at this place? Yep, guilty. Just opened up. We're recruiting. Divine intervention. Oh, is is this a religious thing, or...? (laughs) No, nothing like that. So, why are you called that? Because it's what we offer. We're looking for the talented young entrepreneurs of the future. Like you. That's what you think I am? Who knows? You could take the test. What test? Well, we can't just accept anyone, but if you meet our standards, we know you'll want to join. Thanks, we're not interested. What can you offer me? Why not come in and find out? Robin. Come on, what harm could it do? Right this way. I'm good at quizzes, like the doctor. Robin. If this turns out to be aliens, I will not be happy. Crusoe? Hello? I... This doesn't look good. Unless Kilburn has a market for broken glass and burnt out computers. Mr. Crusoe? I'm here to help. I'm the doctor. Hello? Who's that behind the counter? Come on, there's no need to hide. I'm a very nice person. Uh, Hi. I know you. Tanya's friend, isn't it? You've been lurking around a lot lately. And what? You are in shock. What's happened? I swear it wasn't me. I didn't do this. Do what, for heaven's sake? How am I supposed to help if... I take it that's Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Well, the question is, did you kill him? Or did someone else? I assume the test is, uh... Frightfully complex to prove oneself worthy and everything. Nope, just a short questionnaire. Here you go, Robin. Thanks. It's not about what grades you have or where you come from, it's about you, the personal qualities you can bring to our organisation. That's what gets you in. Don't I get a questionnaire? I don't think you're our sort of person. Charming. So what is it you actually do? Well, in a word, everything. Right. And anything. Ah, of course. We are the answer to all your problems. We're divine intervention. Allow me to explain. Looks like our friend here put up a fight. The blood? Yes, I know. Bright purple. He was a Valenti. A what? A Valenti. Very like humans, so they can live amongst you without detection. Well, so long as they don't bleed. I heard guns, like energy weapons going off. You know what an energy weapon is? That's intriguing. Uh, Well, I've seen Star Trek. Less intriguing. 
Still, a high-energy phase disruptor would explain why every piece of machinery has been totally fried. Like this Arcturan transmitter. You won't find this at Woolworths. Uh, Woolworths closed down years back. That's a pity. I used to love the pick and mix. If there was any useful technology on these premises, it won't be useful anymore. They knew what they were doing. Who did? You tell me, Mr... What's your name? Andy Davidson. Sergeant. Well, Sergeant, you just happened to be hanging around an alien shop in the middle of Kilburn. What did you see? Well, uh... Nothing. Nothing. I mean, I was outside watching the place, kind of nonchalant. Why? Oh, reasons. And, like, nobody came in. I didn't see anyone. But suddenly I felt sort of funny, like getting carsick without being in a car. Interesting. Yeah, and then I heard movement in here, like proper argy-bargy. And all these bangs and flashes went off, so I rushed in. But the shop was empty and Crusoe was dead. And no clues as to our possible murderer? Good. Good? Did I say that? Yes. I didn't mean it. Although I did. But not for long. What are you on about? I'm sorry. Just for a moment. It flashed through my mind. Couldn't stop it. A dead body, alien technology, and a mystery waiting to be solved. At last. I'm back in a situation I know how to deal with. I'm almost pleased. That is horrible, isn't it? You see, we're not driven by company profits or the latest fashions. We seek to make drastic, positive social change. Where? In economics, politics, the media. Not through brute force or protests. That sort of thing just winds people up, doesn't it? We believe entirely in the power of influence for the common good. I've heard that before. How do you do it? We think tactically, long-term goals, small acts or decisions that can reap the greatest benefits further down the line. Like an intelligent use of the butterfly effect? That's it. We make things happen, invisibly. For anyone who happens to hire you. Do people ever tell you that sounds, well, incredibly sinister? (laughs) Yes. Sometimes they've been brainwashed. Excuse me? By the media. They tell us things aren't that simple or... You can't save the world, so people don't even try. They think it can't be done because that's what they've been told. I'm not sure that's true. We say it is that simple. You can save the world. You just need to be smart. You can't just tell people what to do and what to think. You've got to think for them and lead them to the right choices without them even knowing. So, manipulate them? You think world peace will just happen if we wait for it? We're very selective in the clients we choose. We help them only if they share our view of the future. And what's your view of the future? Utopia. Except, you know, real. We can do it. (sighs) Suppose we can't lie around here all day. I think you underestimate me. We've got a date to get to, remember? Just you and me? Mm. And the rest of the building. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You know, I didn't expect anything like this. Like what? Like you. Yeah, I'm pretty damn great. Shut up. Oi. Seriously, though. It's nice. Different. What is? Being around long enough to actually... enjoy an afternoon, for one thing. Wow. For one moment, I thought you were going to be romantic. All right. It's different uh, being able to 
speak to just speak to be with someone I like this you me yeah oh, there's so much going on in those eyes secrets like I'm hiding something no just there's so many more things to find out about you right yeah okay of course oh did I say something wrong no Come on. I just... I wonder if... Are, are you going to stick around long enough to find out what those things are? Uh, well... I... Hey, Tanya! Me and Toby are heading off to the restaurant in half an hour. You coming with us? Sure, Ron. We both will. Shh. Oh, hello, Liv. Uh, see you in the tip, then. Thanks. Very discreet. <laughs> Come on, then. Let's get ready. I don't know what to do with you. Yes, you do. Listen to that. Oh, do we have to go? Yes! Well, I think I rocked that. Do you realise who these people are? Yeah, they're a marketing company. What? That's all it is. Social media, all that shaping the world stuff. Still, <sighs> give her credit. She was really going for it. We should leave. I want to see how I did. Robin! We've checked your scores. And you are exactly the sort of person we're looking for. Surprise, surprise. You've got the drive, the ambition, and frankly, the mindset to do amazing things for us. It's nice to be wanted. Even nicer to have a family. What? Well, that's what you want, isn't it? I can tell from your answers. You want friends, a group. People looking out for you, who care about your future. That could be us. I don't think so. Oh, I know how it sounds. <laughs> Crazy, right? bit culty. More than a bit. But it's all true, really. We can give you a role, a vocation, with challenges that push you to be what you were meant to be. We're a family. We'd instruct you, support you. Love you? Some say that's what it feels like. <laughs> and they seem happy to me. Robin, would you like to take a look at the kind of work we do? Maybe. No. I think we've had enough for one day. But lots to do. Come on. Yeah. Sorry, Raph. Maybe next time. Take our flyer. Think about it. Our door's always open. Thanks. Robin! See ya. You could have been nicer to her. I'm sure she didn't care. It was you she was after. Jealous. Robin, I'm serious. I've heard of groups like this. You can't trust them. All they want to do is exploit you. Well, duh. Marketing. I'm not an idiot. Still, I'll need a job one of these days. I'm sure you can find a less creepy employer. Come on. Let's get the underground. Time trace detected. I will pursue. No. I have found the greater force. Come. Very well. Under here. Oh, sometimes I wish I still had that umbrella. I love the handle. Look, what do we do? We've got a murdered alien, no idea who did it, and now there's a killer on the loose. I wouldn't say that. You mean they're gone? That's brilliant. No, there's still a killer on the loose. I just meant we do have an idea who it is. There were scorch marks on the floor. I saw them as we left. And, funnily enough, I've seen them before. Where? 
In my attic, actually. The mysterious Mr. Bird. Oh, yeah, Tanya told me about him. Did she, indeed? All he left behind was scorch marks and a very strange message on the TV set. You mean, like a post-it note? No, I mean a transmission. I'm watching you. That's all he said. So, you think he's the one? Teleported into the shop, duffed up the alien, destroyed everything to cover his tracks or something, and then disappeared again? Could be, yes, mind you. I have another suspect. Really? It could be the person over there, aiming their gun at us. Oh, yeah, it could be. Ah! Ah! Oi! What do you think you're doing? Ah! I don't think they want to chat. Come on, quickly. Where to? Anywhere! Ah! Ah! Kai, I have the doctor. He won't escape. It's not funny, I'm soaked. Which is actually very funny, so you're wrong. Good evening, madame, sir. Oh, hello. Uh, we've got a reservation. Under which name? Uh, do you have one under the doctor? 107 Baker Street? Certainly, madame. One of your party has already arrived. Dad? What? Oh! Hey, Dad! Shall I take you to... No, that's all right. Robin! Hey! Good day. Yeah, what are you doing here? I thought you were busy. So did I. But the client's happier than we thought, so nothing more to do until Monday. Got any plans tomorrow? No. Well then, how about we... Hey, Helen. Ken, surprised to see, see you See me here? I know, I know. How's the kid doing in history? Not too bad. Could afford to spend more time studying his books than his video games. Wow, thanks a lot. <laughs> Listen, I should be able to handle things tomorrow. I've been given a day to myself for once. Oop, sorry. Who uh, is it? Um, oh, no one important. Do you mind if I... Uh... Go ahead. Shall I order us drinks? Uh, not for me. Just yet. Thanks. Good evening, sir. Yes, I double-checked the figures. I don't believe it. I'm sure it won't take long. You'll see. Oh, look, the others are turning up. Aisha? Zakia? Should be a fun evening. You'll see. Yeah, sure. Andy, down here. Where, where is it? We've lost them. Unless our friend just wanted to avoid shooting us in the open streets. They might want to get us alone somewhere. Like this deserted alleyway? Exactly. Don't think about that. Why? Because you need to get your breath back. Our pursuer could appear again at any time. So, you know, try to relax. Oh, cheers. Who is this nutter, anyway? I have no idea. I can't see their face through the helmet. It's like being chased by an angry motorcyclist. I really wanted to spend my Saturday in North London being hunted down by a maniac with a laser rifle. You know, you seem remarkably unfazed by our situation. I mean, you're terrified, yes, but you're not surprised by the details. Aliens, laser beams, does none of this strike you as odd? Well, yeah, of course it does. It's all very... Star Trek? Yeah, exactly. Like an away mission. I'm Kirk and you're Spock. Like an alien? Yeah. How do you know I'm an alien? Because, I, I mean, I don't... Uh, what? Alien? You, you can't be. Sergeant, do you mind if I ask who you are? Uh, well, I'm Andy, as you know, and... Uh, well, it's like this. I know some people. Andy? What's... Oh, no. You! You must warn your uncle. It's like this. Where did they spring from? Doctor! Hello? 
What can we do for you? I am Burakai. I am Tijo. We are here to kill you. And here I was, thinking we were running late. We arrived two minutes early. Well... It'll all be along in a moment. Robin, are you sure you don't want anything to keep going? No. Oh, give him some ice cream. Zakia. I'm not a kid. Ignore her. She's a kid herself sometimes. I'm just waiting for Dad. Oh, here they are. Hey, everyone. Sorry we're late. Soup was rammed. And you two took ages getting ready. Tony, play nice. Hang on. Where's the doctor? Uh, he's, uh, unavoidably delayed, presumably. Right. Well, no point in waiting. Should order some wine or what? I like to wait till I've decided what I'm eating. He'll have red. Uh, Robin. Hey, can I have a word? Oh, sure. You're right, Ken. Oh, yes. Hey, everyone. Um, Robin, look, I'm... I'm really sorry, but I... Turns out the client hadn't read the proposals, but now he has, and he doesn't like them. So, I'm... Can you at least stay for this evening? I'd really love to, mate. I would, but this is on a tight schedule. I can't let them down. You can let me down, though. Please, mate. You know I... Helen, you wouldn't mind. He'll be fine with us. I don't need to be looked after. I just want time. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you later, I promise. Enjoy yourselves, everyone. Uh, <coughs> well, uh, let's order, shall we? How about some bread while we uh, wait for the doctor? Robin, are you okay? Yep. Of course I am. Sure, why wouldn't I be? I'm telling you, ice cream. Don't. Now, look, I don't like being killed at the best of times, let alone when I've no idea what I've done to deserve it. We take no pleasure in this. It is not our way. Tell that to Mr. Crusoe. You were happy to slaughter an innocent shopkeeper. We have our orders. Same old excuse. To protect our future, the time traveler must never reach it. If there's anywhere or any when I shouldn't visit, you only have to say so, assuming you're not up to anything appalling and devious, of course, because then I'd have to stop you. We regret this action. But you must die. Doctor! Wait, 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 let's not be hasty, especially when you're both wearing a chrono warp unit. They've got what? You see around their chests, very crude time machines. They've seen better days. I'd say one good cough would finish them off, so the slightest recoil from an energy weapon in a confined space... I mean, anything might happen. You will make peace with your deities. Doctor, I think they mean it. Of course, normally I'd use my sonic screwdriver to do something incredibly clever. Do not waste your final moment. Like agitate the tachyons and trigger a temple pulse. Prepare for death. But sometimes you've just got to do these things manually. No! No! Just press a button. No, I press two buttons, one for each unit. So that's dealt with them for good? No, more like a minute, give or take 55 seconds. Right, okay. Plan? That's easy, we go out for dinner. What? We've got to find Liv and Helen. So, are we actually going to eat tonight, or was that a fantasy? I'm sure when the doctor gets here. If he ever does, he's an hour late. That's not entirely fair. It's more like 50 minutes. Liv, where is he? How should I know? Probably got distracted by a crashed alien spaceship or a squirrel. Another bottle of champagne for the table? Yep, mine. I will fight you for that. <laughs> Bring it. Would you like to order food now, or...? Uh, perhaps some more bread? Oh. <laughs> we can't live on bread baskets alone. No, we enjoyed the first two, so the third should be just as good. Oh, slow down, Doctor. Liv, Helen. Finally. Okay, everyone, get your orders in. 
Thank goodness we found you. Look, we've had a very strange... All right, you're here now, so let's get on with the evening. Do you want a drink? Oh, yes. I would love a pint. No, there's no time for a pint. We've got to leave now. What? Why? We've been sat here for ages. No, I'm sorry, I don't want to alarm you, but we are all of us in terrible danger. Uh-huh. What? Well done, Doctor. What's he talking about? What danger? I'll explain on the way. Let's go, please. Doctor, what's happened? No, we're too late. Doctor. Oh, oh, my sainted. Where did they come from? Our presence must not be recorded. Face disrupted a plot. Oh, oh, the lights! Oh, my phone is ripped off. They've just burnt out every energy source in the room. Yeah, it's kind of what they do, as well as appearing out of nowhere. Neat trick if you can do it, not to mention irresponsibly dangerous. You have left us no choice. Protect our future. The time traveller must never reach it. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know, they keep saying it. But they haven't explained why it means they have to kill me. What? These guys want to kill him! Lots of people do. You get used to it. Put the guns down and tell us what you're doing here. Don't antagonise them. I actually can't stop myself. What do you want? Very well. (gasps) What are they? We are Rakelian. We have come to right the wrongs you have done our people. The Doctor must be destroyed. No dad, no doctor, and no dinner. Oh, that water all right. It can be scalding in these places. I'm going home. If dad can't be bothered to stay... No, come on, then I'll have a good laugh. You'll see. Honestly. Not interested. I just want to go... What? Um, what happened to the lights? No power. Must be an outage. Great. Bet the tube's not running. See, even my phone's out of battery. Ah! What? It's hot. Burning. Come on. What's going on? I'm all for righting wrongs. In fact, you might say it's what I do best. Why not let me help you? You are the cause of our annihilation. Doctor? Never. You are a peace-loving race. Why should I do you any harm? Peace-loving? They want you dead. And that's what's so strange. I've been to your planet. I know your people. What's he talking about? Not now, Zakia. You are dedicated to ecology and culture. You've spread some of the most inclusive ideas of harmony across the entire cosmos. That is who we were. Before the Earth enslaved us. Enslaved? That's impossible. My brood were slaughtered. I escaped from a prison camp. Without warning, the humans came to our planet and attacked us. We had no means of defending ourselves, and so we submitted to their threats. Submission is all we've known for many long years. When did this happen? Two thousand years from this present time. But humans don't encounter your people until way beyond the 60th century. I know, I was there. Uh, what? Shh. You dismiss our suffering so very calmly. We had expected your death to cause us much distress. You ease our conscience with every lie you speak. Doctor, maybe you've got it wrong. I'm sorry, but I know my history, and unless... Wait, why do you think I'm responsible? What's your reasoning? Tell me. You are wasting time. Your execution will not be delayed. They're not serious, are they? You can't just murder someone. This is Britain, for heaven's sake. Leave the doctor alone. 
You've got the wrong man! Stand aside. Do not make us kill you too. These things are psychopaths. I won't let you harm anyone. They are under my protection. Not anymore. You must die. No! Shh! Doctor! What? Robin? I won't let you hurt him. Get out of the way, child. Robin! Don't be stupid. If saving your life is stupid, then I guess Teacher, I'm... Teacher, fire! But the boy! Fire now! I cannot! <laughs> Teacher! Uh, sorry about that. I don't like anyone, alien or otherwise, pointing guns at kids. Ron, be careful! That was quite a move. Uh, let's celebrate. Tanya, that champagne bottle, lob it over. Oh, sure. Doctor, you must die. Refuse a man his final toast. You still talk like an idiot. Habit, I'm afraid, but at least I don't walk around wearing a dodgy time machine. You know, I said one good cough could knock it out. What, how about one good cough? How's that? No! No! Sorry, Gorica, but we can't allow any old person to romp through time, can we? Seriously, a champagne cork? It's a very fragile time machine, and this is excellent champagne. You've broken the connections. The power's failed. We have another. I don't think so. Your friend smashed hers when she fell. And you can't fix them because they are not yours. They're stolen prototypes. Your future might have changed a lot, but your people could never develop their own time technology. Sorry, am I the only one finding this all completely insane? Nope. It's best just to stay down and go along with it. Okay, Doctor, you've stranded a pair of overgrown lizards in 21st century Camden. Where do we go from here? Well, that's rather up to them. They could kill me if they want, and then spend the rest of their lives trapped on the wrong planet in the wrong time. And let me tell you, that isn't fun. I'm your only hope of getting home. You would take us to your vessel now. I'd be willing to discuss it. Robin! Don't, don't hurt him, please! His safety depends on the doctor. I'm okay. He's only... Ah, you're breaking my arm! All right, all right. Let him go. You don't need him. You can trust me. Burakai, my warp unit is stunning. No matter. The doctor is willing to aid us. Is that not so? Very well. We're coming too. That's right. And me. Count me in. Oh, that's ridiculous. We'll be a parade. Stay here, all of you. Come on, Doctor. No, not this time, Liv. Sergeant, I entrust them all to your care. Oh, uh, righto. Burikai, Tija, shall we? Oh, I'll put your helmets back on. This might be Camden, but I think you'll get a few stares if you don't. Is your time vessel? Not far. Then lead us to it. Doctor, what if you help them and they decide to kill you anyway? Then I shall look very foolish. Come on, watch out for puddles. They're terrified, but Ron will get everyone home. He's calling a taxi. I should make a few calls myself. We'll leave you to it. Come on, Helen, we know where they're headed. Hang on, you heard what the doctor said? Yes, we did. He said keep an eye on everyone except Liv and Helen. And me. Tanya, you can't. It's too dangerous. Then you're not going without me. You won't say no, will you? Following your example. Look, I'm not sure about this. What about the restaurants? Andy, flash your warrant card. Blame it on the students. Usual drill. It'll be okay. Let's go. No! No, I don't think it will be okay, actually. And as you can see, this is the famous Camden Lock. Where, if we're very lucky, we won't be run down by a cyclist. Mass, you talk so much. Why do you want to kill the Doctor? 
Do you have any proof that he's actually responsible for anything? He is the sworn enemy of our people. Yeah, that's true. That's the first I've heard of it. We understand the complexities of time travel. I sincerely doubt that. You want to try me before the crime? You mean they're going to kill you before you can do whatever it is they think you've done? We have no choice. You can just talk to him. You can work it out. The Doctor uses words as weapons. He betrayed us once before. We will not allow it to happen again. Look, you don't happen to know a Mr. Bird, do you? So high, sneers a bit, happens to own a time machine similar to yours. Your words are meaningless. I just wondered if you'd come across him. After all, you scanned for time traces and they led you to a Mr. Crusoe's shop, didn't they, drawn by all that anachronistic alien technology? Just before you murdered him. His death was regrettable. Regrettable? He may have warned you of our presence. We could not take the risk. So it's the rest of us taking all the risks, not you. Wait a second. If they've come back in time to kill you and they succeed, then you'd never be able to become their enemy in the future, surely? Exactly. A big, juicy time paradox threatening to pull space and time inside out. Think about what you're doing. Even if I am the source of all your problems, you can't deal with it like this. We have exhausted all other methods. This is the only way. I wonder. Here we are. My time machine. But it's just a box. She's not been feeling too well lately, but she's still the best friend I've got, aren't you? Hello? Is it? Yes, yes, yes. A spark of life. I knew it. What is it? A long shot. My TARDIS is feeding off your residual time energy. That's all it needed to jumpstart its regeneration. It is stunning. Well, yes, but give it time, give it time. Come on, come on, come on. No, 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 no. It's not enough. It's not working. Your vessel cannot return us to our time. My vessel couldn't even take us to next Tuesday. I was so close. I really thought we had a chance. Then I must follow my orders. Doctor! Wait, Burakai. There's nothing for you here. Nothing at all. I am trying to escape myself. I can help you. You can help me. If we cannot return home, at least we can save our people. You don't need to do this. You really don't listen to me. No! Why did you do that? Did you hear that? It sounded like an energy discharge. It was a gun. Come on. Look at me. Stay with us. What have you done? We have completed our mission. The future is altered. Our people are safe. Liv, what's happening? One of his hearts has stopped. The other one is barely beating. Liv, I can't do it. You're not going to. Just keep fighting. I can't. I can't. I can't. Come on. Come on. He can't be dead. He isn't. Liv. Shut up, Liv. 
Just let me try. Come on, you stupid, stupid, stupid man. Your efforts are commendable, but the doctor is dead. What on earth? Mr. Tardis. The machine. What is it doing? <gasps> doctor! Doctor! He's alive! No! Our weapons destroyed the him. The paradox. What's he saying? He said the paradox. This is a time machine. Uh, well, yes it is. What about it? How would a time machine respond to a time paradox? It'd try to get away. And if it couldn't? <laughs> it would fight back. Stand aside. The doctor must die for the sake of my people. Oh, back off. You had one chance and that was one too many. Whoa. No. No. What is this? I cannot know. What's happening to them? I don't know. I've never seen this before. Good old Tardis. I knew she could do it. Doctor! But how? Liv, look after these two. Helen, with me. Doctor? Yes, it's a lot smaller than it should be. Give it time, Helen. Give it time. You can see right through the walls. It's like a window. All these books on the floor. Doctor, the blast room where they shot me, where's it gone? Repaired or rejected. The TARDIS is drawing upon the paradox of my death and resolving it. Can it do that? As a last resort. She's desperate to restore herself. She'll consume any stimulus she can find. But what paradox? How is it a paradox? Not now. We can still see our friends from the future outside. I'll boost the volume. Doctor, they're screaming! The TARDIS is keeping them in two time zones at once. They're quite literally neither here nor there. It'll tear them apart. You've got to let them go. She isn't finished repairing herself. This is our only chance. Doctor. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'll sever the connection, fling them back where they came from. Let's hope the TARDIS is recharged enough. Like they're not really here. Is there anything we can do? I've no idea. We have failed. Our people doomed. Divine interventions. What? Divine Spectacular. If you're going to ask what happened. The TARDIS propelled them back to their own time. They won't be bothering us again. And what about the TARDIS? I mean, did she... No. What? She did what she could, but it wasn't nearly enough power to restore her completely. Completely? You mean she's restored a bit? How much? A small bit? A big bit? I take it from all of this and everything that's happened tonight that there's probably a few teensy things you haven't been telling me? Uh, yeah. Doctor, could you excuse us for a moment? Or an hour? Or a week? I think I've got some explaining to do. Good luck. Thanks. Tanya, where's the nearest pub? Uh, is this a private explanation, or can anyone join in? Oh, come on then. Well, that TARDIS has restored a bit. At least it's a start. It's not that I'm worried about. It's the time paradox. What do you mean? I know it saved my life, 
But it shouldn't have happened at all. They were right. Whatever happened to their people, did... you really were responsible for it. Were or will be. I'll need to examine Earth's timeline. A terrible, terrible future. What was that? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I hope. I'll set the TARDIS scanning. Find out when things go wrong. And then? And then, Helen, we take her for a test flight. been listening to Doctor Who Stranded Divine Intervention written by David K. Barnes. The Doctor was played by Paul McGann, Liv Chenka, Nicola Walker, Helen Sinclair, Hattie Morahan, Tanya Bell, Rebecca Root, Sergeant Andy Davidson, Tom Price, Robin Bright Thompson, Joel James Davison, Raphaela Hicks, Tija, Aurora Burghardt. Burakai, Ken Bright-Thompson, Alan Cox, Zakia Akhtar, Avita J, Aisha Akhtar, Armin Azia, Ron Winters, David Shaw Parker, Tony Clare, Jack Addison, Jeremy Clyde. Other roles played by members of the cast. Director, Ken Bentley. Producer, David Richardson. Sound design, Benji Clifford. Music, Jamie Robertson. Script editor, Matt Fitton. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig-Ellery. I'm Matt Fitton and I script edit Stranded. For this series, we are taking The Doctor and Friends to a very different place, um, a completely different story world, really. It was after the big epic sci-fi battles and confrontations with monsters and villains. Um, we thought it would be nice to see what would happen if the Doctor moved into your street and was stuck there. So the feel of Stranded, certainly in this first set, is much more domestic and we wanted to have an ensemble of characters who, who were neighbours and friends getting to know the uh, time travellers as they are stuck in the London of 2020 and attempting to live some kind of life there. I'm Joel Davison and I play Robin. No friends? Not really. Billy, no mates. Wow. All right, thanks. I, I was the same when I was a child. I'm not a child. He's a teenager who's meeting the Doctor. It's kind of, you go into it, he's a, just a kid, you go into it with more, most people were introduced to the show as like this person who's completely impressionable and just kind of immediately looks up to him in like an instant and I feel like it kind of mirrors a lot of people that when they first started watching the show as kids because yeah should we go for take and over to you 
wait a second. If they've come back in time to kill you, and they succeed, then you'd never be able to become their enemy in the future, surely? Exactly. A big, juicy time paradox. Threatening to pull space and time inside out. Think about what you're doing. Even if I am the source of all your problems, you can't deal with it like this. We have exhausted all other methods. This is the only way. I wonder... I was excited, to be honest, because I've been, I've been such a massive fan of Doctor Who for so long. To actually be part of it, it's just something that's kind of... I don't know, it's cool for me. It's kind of just been, even before it was brought back, we used to watch the old ones and, um, yeah, it's just always been sort of a constant, so to do something with it, it's just really fun. Um, so my dad is Peter Davison, who played the Fifth Doctor in the 80s, so yeah. So uh, what's it like playing with one of the other Doctors? <laughs> Feels like a bit of a betrayal. But, uh, you know, it's really fun, and um, maybe one day I'll get to do something with my dad, but who knows. But yeah, um, it was just really fun to just even just be a part of that, un that just this universe in general was just a really cool thing to do. I'm Paul McGann, Doctor Number Eight. I deal with Daleks and Cybermen and Ward. Not. I'm going mad. Kind of. I'm actually round the twist. Am I really pining for an alien invasion? I haven't got a TARDIS. I've got a sonic screwdriver. I've just got some burnt toast and a pot of jam with mould in it. Whose kitchen is this anyway? Mine. For weeks before, you know, when we've arranged the date and whatever it is, you know, you might get four weeks before we actually turn up. I always get excited. I always look forward to it. You know, it's always the, that really, you know, that because it's the best part of a week, you know, but it's a week that, you know, you're going to do this, you know, you're going to have fun, you're going see, to see your friends again. Sergeant Andy Davidson of Torchwood pops over to Baker Street because obviously Torchwood, keeping an eye on all things Doctor-related, are fully aware of this house and um, have installed an operative to keep an eye on things. And he's a bit curious when he stops hearing from her. So he turns up to find out what's actually going on. And he's had some, where we are now in 2020, he's had some experience, some more experience of um, time shenanigans and alien goings on in Cardiff so this is an Andy who thinks he can cope he thinks he can deal with more than than he could have done when he was old PC Andy but he's about to get much more than he bargained for my name's Tom Price and tonight Matthew I will be playing Sergeant Andy Davidson I should probably mention that I bumped into the doctor too where? On your doorstep. But it was nothing. We hardly spoke. We have to be careful. The Doctor, this Doctor, he's he's too early. He doesn't know anything about Torchwood. It is absolutely vital that it stays that way to keep his future intact. They're worried about recent lack of communication. You've gone very quiet. I've been busy. Busy? Uh, I'm happy to be born if you are. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. So I've played the part of... of uh... Originally PC Andy, then Sergeant Andy, on Torchwood, both on TV and then for Big Finish. It feels like the TV series were an audition to work for Big Finish, um, because this has just rolled on for years and I've loved every second of it. You get to work with some incredible actors and do some brilliant scripts, beautifully written scripts. And now I am playing, again, obviously Sergeant Andy, in a Doctor Who story for Big Finish, which... When I was first asked if I would be interested, I couldn't believe the wording of the email. <laughs> would you be interested? Yes, I yes. I mean, I think my response was just yes in capitals. That's all I said. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of Stranded. Hello, I'm Ken Bentley, and I'm 
the director of Stranded. Torchwood's Todd Price. There's a story there. So another facet we wanted to bring into Stranded was we wanted to do a bit of a Torchwood crossover. I love Tom as Andy. I think he's got a really lovely sparkle is the only word I could use for it. He's got a real twinkle yeah. in that character as that character. Um, and I've listened to all of the Torchwood range and loved the stuff he's done there. He's definitely one of my favourite Torchwood characters. So I dropped Russell T. Davis a line and said, um, would it be okay for us to use Andy Davidson in a couple of episodes of the series Stranded? And he said, oh, fantastic idea. You know, why don't you make him the Doctor's companion? And um, I thought about it for about half a second and just thought, yes, let's do that. So it, it's, it's wonderful to have Tom's energy into it as well. I mean, four companions is a lot of companions, but there's in something like Stranded, there's the space within the story to make sure everybody is well served by it. And it's going to be about the dynamics of those characters and their voices. And that's what's exciting me, actually, is just seeing this team of actors together and what they all bring to it. And you've been closer to that than I have, haven't you? Yeah. Strangely enough, in a in a smaller scale piece of storytelling, if that's the best way to describe this, in a more domestic piece of storytelling, you actually need a few more regular characters like that. Mm-hmm. You, you need the diversion. Practically speaking, over 16 episodes, it's going to be really useful to have... That, that sort of larger group. This idea that um, Andy might become a companion was just uh, was amazing. I mean, it really made, I was going to say it made my day. It did more than that. It made my quarter. It really made my quarter. Yeah, it made, it made my quarter and my year. It's been a real pleasure to be asked to do it and uh, featured me messaging Russell T. Davis, whose idea it was. I messaged him on Instagram and he just replied with a heart. So I'm very grateful to Russell for suggesting the idea. It's a lovely thing. My name is Nicola Walker, and I play Livchenka. Why won't you tell me how you two know each other? We're old friends, that's all. Uh, there's more to it than that. Your next boyfriend or something? <laughs> uh, Tanya's not interested in me. Aren't you two seeing each other? She never said she exclusively dates women. I don't like to assume. There's quite a fabulous confusion when Liv first meets Andy. It's actually because they've stopped because they've stopped and she's living something approximating a normal life. Interestingly, Liv starts to think everything revolves around her, which is terribly telling, isn't it? That when she's stranded, she uh, she becomes far more inward-looking. So she presumes that Andy and Tanya's connection is a more mundane one, a uh, previous relationship, or it's all about her. But I think that that's what's so beautiful about this story, that she's sort of losing the ability to um, have a far-reaching view it is focusing down on them surviving in this for her alien environment that's where we are so far with it we haven't we haven't gone too far with him yet he's very he's a very ordinary guy and he will interrupt high drama to have a full english breakfast the the idea of andy has always been in torchwood and now in doctor who that you have a normal guy you know just going what on earth is going on i can't this doesn't make any sense and you need that bridge to the audience to try and make the madness and the, um, the the surreal, crazy nature of the Hooniverse, you need to bridge that over to the audience. And it's characters like Andy who do that, and I love doing it because you get to use humour. And I think I think that one of the things that Doctor Who and Torchwood always do really well, they always have done, both for Big Finish and on telly, is is humour. They're funny. There's some great comedy moments, and the high drama is amazing. And there's all sorts of 
wonderful, endless dramatic moments you can choose, but I think comedy is, uh, is always there as well. Hello, I'm Lisa McMullen and I wrote episode three. Hang on. Is there surveillance in my flat? It has been quite the reality TV show. Oh, it's so lovely. It's so much fun. I love it when you do crossovers and you bring characters from one other part of the universe into a different part of the, the universe. It's really, really good fun and lovely to create Rebecca Root's character and see her relationship with, with Andy and then how he deals with the Doctor and trying to keep a, a lid on, on things while at the same time investigating and then seeing how he gets on with Liv and it's fun because they're all trying to pretend that they don't know about things that they do know about. I'm Avita J and I play Zakia. Hi, I'm Armin Azir and I play Aisha. It's um, quite cool the, the way like the mystery reveals itself through through the scenes and the episodes and the characters and, and kind of always very like funny, kind of light bantery humour between the characters, which is nice. Yeah, I, I really like sort of the relationships well, between us as, as sisters. And I, I, I really enjoyed actually all the episodes for very individual reasons. I, I, I really liked the whole idea of the surveillance in the final episode and that was fun and the whole mm. the, the scenes in the restaurant were quite funny. I am Aurora Burkhart playing uh, Raffaella. We make things happen invisibly. For anyone who happens to hire you. Do people ever tell you that sounds, well, incredibly sinister? <laughs> yes, sometimes they've been brainwashed. Excuse me? By the media. The atmosphere of these pieces are so strong that in a way it is weird that you don't quite know exactly what's going on but actually it, it feels really clear and it's really really vivid and you can see it all in you know your imagination so in a way it was just going oh of course you know I arrive and I must be this and, and I have a really strong sense of what each of those characters is like what they look like and the world they inhabit which is just great writing. My name's Alan Cox and I play Burakai and Ken Bright Thompson and I also make an appearance as a taxi driver. Over to you. I won't let you hurt him. Get out of the way, child. Robin. Don't be stupid. If saving your life is stupid, then I guess I'm... Teacher, fire. But the boy... Fire now. I cannot. There was a note that they shouldn't be too Silurian-like. So there was this thing that they're kind of... As Aurora and I were trying to work out what the voice should be... We knew that these were organic creatures as opposed to robot creatures, but they were in some kind of, you know, if not oxygen, whatever whatever gas they happened to breathe. So, yeah, it was to make it non-human, but neither to be to, to locate it in a regional dialect at one point. So it was this this thing of making the s sounds sound lizard like but not silurian like that was that was what we kind of tried to do and also we were both using the lower notes in our voices to kind of serve the characters i guess i'm rebecca roots and i play tanya bell i like this you me yeah oh it's so much going on in those eyes secrets like i'm hiding something no just there's so many more things to find out about you. 
you know, as, as we speak, it's still, and we're in the, the, the closing weeks of 2019. And I think that even now, people are, you know, we, we hear about LGBT storylines, we see gay people in the media, trans people, we, we know of people from this community. But I think that still people, the audiences, maybe take them for granted or just don't really have an opportunity to spend time with these characters. And I think it's it's important for these stories to, to be shared. I think it's important for their voices to be heard. You never, you know, you've got something new to, to, to hear. And I think that's just a wonderful opportunity because, uh, you know, I think a lot of people might be, oh yeah, LGBT, but they don't actually hear those voices, you know? And so for us to have that opportunity to to engage, I think it, it's um, it's important and wonderful. As always, we're, we're graced with just really good people, aren't we? Chipping in and going nuts together. We just had Christmas pudding. <laughs> we feel like a bunch of kids. It's a little Christmas party. Good stories, good actors. That's all you need, isn't it? Hello, I'm John Dorney and I wrote Wild Animals for Stranded. It was fascinating during the writing process. I, th- I think me and uh, Matt and Lisa and David were sort of constantly talking to each other, saying, this feels weird, this feels very unusual. Just getting used to a slightly different style and a slightly different tone. I think I um, had a moment when I was writing mine and in the final version it's Ratatouille, three, but in the early drafts it was uh, a steak and kidney pudding that was being made. and just writing about the Doctor and his companions making a steak and kidney pudding where it, it just struck me quite how strange this was and how, how bizarre the setup was and uh, and yet it still at no point ever felt like it wasn't Doctor Who. I'm Hattie Morahan and I play Doctor Helen Sinclair. I'm a Time Lord. I don't do up kitchens. Maybe you should start. Do something nice for these people. They deserve it. They've lived here for years without a landlord. Everything's peeling and rusting and falling apart. You could make it all look as good as new. Am I actually hearing this? It's a real gift, actually. What it gives is um, a great sense of, obviously, familiarity with the character and the relationships and a pleasure at picking that up again and seeing how different writers have explored that. And, you know, we, we've been returning to John and Matt sort of with the backbone of those stories but bringing in new writers as well. So it's sort of... It means that you start off in a very relaxed way and you're just enjoying playing the situations and just, and you don't have to strain for any sense of, you know, establishing who the character is anymore. Or, you know, it's, it's about just, you know who they are backwards. You can hop into them and see what is coming at them this time and kind of, you know, ride that roller coaster. So it's... um. It's a great privilege, actually, as an actor, to be able to do that, I think, and to keep exploring and, and, and lots of fun, yeah. I didn't realise, what did I miss here? Hattie Moran saying, she's been for five years. It can't be that long, can it? I wouldn't be surprised. Is that true already? Yeah, Nicola's been playing the role with us for nine years. Stop it. Yeah, she started with oh, Sylvester. Oh, my God. You, and I'm a time lord, and I'm shocked. Oh, what's happening? It's whizzing by. It feels like yesterday they came. Remember how excited we were? Yeah, Nicola and then Natty, when they first arrived. God. So it's just before Christmas, December 2019. 
Uh, we've just finished recording Stranded and we're starting work planning the second box set. All I can tell you at this stage is the TARDIS has partially started working for box set two. So we'll see a different shift in location in the second set, but we will still be exploring these characters. <laughs>